Good afternoon. My name is Michael Gralia. This is episode 66 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you should know about Syngap 1. Today's Wednesday, July 6, and I got great news today. I got a news from a mom who I spoke to two months ago. Her child was diagnosed with a missense variant, and she said, and it was a variant of uncertain significance. So because it was missense, largely because it was missense, the, the genetic testing company wasn't 100% sure that this variant was causing disease, so they were like, eh, you're uncertain. And this was a bummer because sounded like a Syngapian, felt like a Syngapian. Mom was struggling with seizures. Two months later, I get the word that um, mom just reached out and said, hey, Ambry might be reclassifying our mutation because we got an epilepsy diagnosis and the phenotype matches Syngap so precisely. And this is wonderful news. I'm going to tell you why it's wonderful news. Three reasons why it's wonderful news. First of all, when this child was a variant of uncertain significance, this child could not sign up for citizen. And because this child could not sign up for Citizen, their data is not going to be used by the pharma companies who are licensing Citizen. I'm going to say at least two pharma companies have licensed the Citizen data, and more are considering doing so. That means that this data will be used and analyzed by pharma companies to design clinical trials for drugs that will help our children. Super important data set. And if you can be in Citizen, if you have a pathogenic or likely pathogenic mutation, you should sign up for Citizen immediately. So number one, by reclassifying this mutation, from variant of uncertain significance to likely pathogenic, Ambry has enabled this patient to join Citizen. Thumbs up. It gets better. Number two, we're now able to count this patient in our census. Just a couple days ago, we released the updated census. The census now says there's 1,098 patients here on Earth that we know about with Syngap-1. That's pretty amazing. We update this number every single quarter. And if you haven't read the latest review, please read it, syngap.fun slash census. See, the link is always the same, but we update which quarter it points to. Very tricky. And so now this, this patient's going to be counted in the census. Plus one for the census. And that number matters because pharma pays attention to that number. Because that, that's, a, that's the bare minimum number of patients that they know exist on Earth. That's just the ones we know about right? There's the ones who haven't made themselves known to us. Come on, guys, reach out. And there's the ones who haven't been diagnosed yet. So by reclassifying this, great job, Embry. This patient has gone from, um, is able to join Citizen and is counted in the census. But here's the coolest part. This patient has a missense, this patient, I should say, has a missense variant. And today we put out a press release about a grant we gave for missense variants to the Courtney Lab Professor Michael Courtney and Dr. Um, Lee at Turku in uh, Finland, we gave them a grant to work on missense variants. And this grant is super cool for two reasons. Well, for a lot of reasons. Courtney and, Courtney and Lee are cool and Turku's, everything's cool. But there's, there's two things that are amazingly cool about this. One of them is we gave this grant in partnership with SRFEU. So this year, um, we have created the Syngap Research Fund Europe had the headquartered in the Netherlands. The chair is Katrine Deckers and Robert Punt is on the board and there's others. And they are co-funding this. So that's funds coming from Europe to work with funds from SRF US, two SRFs working together. And we're doing this in partnership with Leon and Friends. Leon and Friends is Sandra, Sandra Appler's organization for her son, Leon, who has a missense variant. So it's three Singap organizations working together to make a grant underwritten by SRFUS. Super cool. And I'm very proud of that collaboration. And I'm very excited that we can work together with other Syngap orgs to, to make grants like this happen. Because this is 180,000 euro. This is real money. This is real money. Why, why do we spend so much money on missense variants? It's a big deal. I'll tell you why we spend so much money on missense variants. Okay, buckle up. A little bit of math.
If you go back to the incidents blog, if you go back to the incidents blog, which is a timeless classic, if I don't say so myself, and you read that, because I wrote it, it took me a long time, you will learn that in the Lopez Riviera paper, that says six, there, there should be six Syngapians per 100,000 conceptions. But when you double click on that number six, it's one protein truncating and five missense, which means that for every six mutations, looking at the genetics, you would expect one of them to work, result in a truncated protein, and we know what that does. We know a truncated protein is a short protein, nonsense-mediated decay, classic haploid sufficiency. But five in six mutations would be misformed, meaning that because one block in the chain has been shifted, um, that protein is complete, but it's misfolded. It's, it's weird-shaped. And no one's quite sure if that protein is just being useless or if it's like a bull in a china shop breaking stuff. And this is why the missense variants are so tricky. But, but the point is, there should be five missense for every one protein truncating. That's the should be. That's the theoretical. That's geneticists looking at models. When you look at our diagnosed population, when you look at the citizen data set, Right? This is why we all need to sign up for citizens so we can actually understand what's going on in our population with real data. And to be clear, there is no bigger data set that is as freely available to clinicians and companies. If, you, if you're serious about being involved in research, sign up for citizen. I don't know about any other data set that people are using at such scale. So in that data set, for every 10 mutations, six or seven are protein truncating one or two is missense, and then there's other deletions, duplications, and tronic. Do you see how it's different? So, so what we would expect there to be five missense for every one protein truncating, but what we're seeing is actually the opposite, right? And the, and the reason that is, is because of this little kid who had a missense that is being reclassified. Because when people see a protein truncating variant, this is probably the smartest thing I'm going to say in this blog, that when people see a protein truncating variant, it is unambiguously causing disease. That mutant is classified as pathogenic or likely pathogenic. There's always a shade of gray, but broadly speaking, if it's a protein truncating variant, that is pathogenic or likely pathogenic. If there's a missense mutation, we really don't know. We really don't know. And that's why the work of Dr. Courtney and Dr. Lee is so important because that's going to help us understand this better, right? Because there's a lot of us's out there. Ambrygenetics really has their act together and the fact they're paying so much attention and reclassifying this one patient is, is just awesome. I'm really excited to hear about it. And we need to reclassify more and more missense mutations. And then we need to make sure that Dr. Courtney and Dr. Lee build an assay that'll help us understand how those mutations get helped because here's the so what. This isn't a theoretical cool genetics word problem. Here's the so what. Stoke Therapeutics, Praxis Medicine, other companies you don't even know about yet. Different labs, the Huguenier ASO. They're all developing therapies to help our kids and what and our kids have disease because they have a good copy and a bad copy but they all have different types of bad copies so to make a medicine to fix each type of bad copy would not be cost effective so we're not really focusing on that what we're focusing on is making the good copy work harder last longer be better whatever there's different approaches but they all add up to the same thing make the good copy fill in do the work that the bad copy is not getting done
And if you have a protein truncating variant, a non-sense or a frame shift, that's going to that's gonna be very elegant. If you have a missense variant, we're always going to wonder if we make the good copy work harder. We're also going to make the bad copy work harder. And if that bad copy is doing damage, is this good news or bad news? Do you see? So by better understanding these missense variants through the work that Courtney and, and Lee are going to do, and, and I, I will acknowledge Kurt Haas up in Vancouver has also done some work here, um, but too few people are working on missense variants. And we're, gonna, we're, we're starting to address that with this massive 180,000 euro. Good job, Sandra and Katrine. Way to work with us to make this happen. I'm so excited about this grant. And I'm so excited that we're able to bring more attention to this and that we can help highlight how important this issue of missense bus is. So to that kid out there, that little kiddo with a missense variant, you know who you are. Welcome to Citizen. Welcome to the census. And good news. We just, we just spent a, a lot of money on one of the smartest people on earth to work on your type of mutation. It's a really good day. It's a really good day. We'll talk about the census for a second, too. 1,100 patients. Go back and read that. So you guys have homework from this, this blog, and then I'm going to shut up. Go read the census blog. It's great work. Jess Duggan does incredible work on that, along with a lot of others. Go read the press release. Go read the incidence blog and really get your head wrapped around protein truncating, which would be nonsense and frame shift, and missense. And if you're a missense of us out there, and you're, and you're seizing, and you feel like a Syngapian, call Ambry, call Invitae, call GeneDX, call whoever's diagnosed you, and, and ask them to consider reclassifying. Have a great day.